condition. I believe we have the situation well under control. This is 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Look at this, a gay hood ornament and the color purple. <laughs> but I am not gay. I'm gay. Oh my God, I'm gay. I'm gay. I'm a lesbian. And I'm gay. Where's the kaboom? There was supposed to be an earth-shattering kaboom. What the hell is the world coming to? No, I'm just getting warmed up. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! This is such a crock of shit. Damn, this must have sent him back a couple hundred bucks. All cash, baby. Hi, and welcome to the Lotus Effect, the rebrand of the Lotus Podcast with Phoenix and Phone Boy. And of course, I am Phoenix. And I'm Phone Boy. And welcome to episode 24. Yeah, we're uh, we're gonna try to uh, pull this off in a very echoey kind of kitchen living room of the Airbnb we're currently staying in. And uh, hey, surprise! If you hear Phone Boy come through my mic and me through his, we're in the same room. Yeah, and unfortunately, when you're in an Airbnb, you don't get to choose the space. And given that we've been on a uh, um, we, we've been on a cross country road trip, uh, yeah, we, there hasn't been a whole lot of time to do much of anything. We got here, you know, not quite sliding in on a banana peel and, and, two, and, wheels two, and a banana two, peel. two wheels and a banana peel but at the same time we are um, yeah we're here in the same room and uh, there's yeah. there's and, and we went on a cross-country road trip together and we started uh, last week at the Ben Roses and I guess we can tell you about it we can tell you all about it now because I guess the cat's out of the bag the secret has been revealed Phoenix and phone boy are a couple yeah, not just a couple of podcasters either no but we are a couple of peas in a podcast as the title of this podcast episode will be which is number 24 i believe yeah that's what i said i said welcome to episode 24 well see as usual we're already starting in the right uh frame of mind because i'm not listening to you <laughs> what else at the memories that's yeah. exactly what it was. It, it was insane. Uh, Dame Bemrose actually told me that we wore them out, which doesn't surprise me because um, we were higher than the fucking Himalayas. <laughs> we were cross-faded. They kept feeding us liquor. I take no responsibility for anything that may have been done or said in the time that we were at the Bemroses. Uh, yeah, and I finally reposted the recording from that last, uh, <clears throat> yeah, like last night, and we listened to it uh, on, on the car ride this morning, and I'm like, oh my God, I was so fucking high. He was worse than high. He was foam boy, he was white foam boy wasted. Oh yeah, no question. So, in any case, um, yeah, we're so we're going to talk a little bit about our own love story here. Not that we've, you know, we think we've been kind of hinting at it for a little while, but uh, we've totally been torturing the pedal heads, the bowlers, and anybody else who interacts with us in voicemails, poems, and otherwise. I've just let it all hang out, you know, like we're doing now because you know we're nude podcasting in uh, honor of Sir Spencer and Dame Delorean, who we uh, we give a lot of credit to for being kind of. You know the the couple slash podcast that started this whole adventure. So uh, 
strap in and we'll tell you the story from our own perspective. That's true. And uh, if you want to uh, to weigh in on this or, or say congratulations or whatever the heck you want to say, uh, you can give us a call and leave a voicemail at 253-237-3321 and, uh, and all of that. And, um, you know, we are a value for value podcast and I can see that we've been getting live boosts uh, from us, from Servo and others. Uh, Boost and- me, bitch. Yeah, boost me, bitch. We'll take it. Uh, so, um, again, uh, you know, we, and we're going to be, uh, yeah, we're going to be doing this in person for uh, the for the time being, at least, uh, you know, unless something something strange happens. But uh, yeah, we're going to be we're going to be doing this in the same room, and hopefully in a in a better place. Uh, as I say, this week and probably next week, we're going to be in this in this echoey location. But uh, uh, we've got a we've got a uh, you know we, we'll have we have a new place, and that's where we're doing it from. Yeah, and we probably should. Um Tell the pedal heads that, yeah, Phoenix and Foam Boy will be making an appearance, a special appearance, alongside some other very well-known uh, NA producers and the Podfather and Keeper themselves at the um, at the uh, meetup in Charleston. So go podcasting. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, that, that's that will meant I will have driven driven the entire way across the country because uh, you know it's from from uh, yeah from from the uh, the People's Democratic Republic of, of, of Greater Seattle um, to uh, uh, where we are in Eastern Tennessee at the moment. Yeah, that's that's almost all the way across the country. But yeah, you add South Carolina to it, it's another six six hours or something to, to Charleston. Yeah, uh, that'll be pretty much the the entire way across the country. Yeah, actually, it's funny weirdo. We actually. Um, the the funny thing the funny thing with that is that that was actually one of the provisional show titles I came up with sitting in a tree, yeah and then and, and she tells me in the car I'm five years old yeah I I, I knew that and you, and you, and you hit the okay, <laughs> you hit the wrong in, mute button in my defense there's way too many fucking buttons around here and also uh, for the listeners homeboy is five years old he truly is his little inner five year old comes out and it likes to play with my inner five year old and make her laugh with fart jokes and you know Beavis and Butthead impressions and yeah he busted out the Phoenix and Foam Boy sitting in a tree and I was just shaking my head and like yep you're five yeah we've got to we're going to have to get you yeah so I swear to god you tell me goddamn motherfucker you tell me to talk into the top you tell me to talk into the side do you want me to swallow the mic as well do i need to have the deep throat mic today yeah we actually well the funny thing is the roadcaster does have a noise gate but i guess it does not handle this environment very well so that there's there's a reason we're kind of hitting the mute buttons um yeah we do have a yeah it's we're unfortunately i'm doing this on the equipment i don't normally do this on so this is this is we're still trying to work out all the bugs and everything so um so yeah <laughs> deep throat that shit still a still a shoestring podcast after all this time yeah we'll eventually get there but but uh yeah we can help to not be a, a shoestring podcast by uh by uh, your by uh participating in the value for value uh, exchange here so if you you enjoy this rambling on by the two of us uh yeah uh, send some value back we'd love to hear your uh, in, yeah by the way that's not me pounding on the keyboard this time phoenix actually has a keyboard to pound on that's right and i pound it harder than uh he pounds his Oh my! Yeah, we just have to train her. You can't see behind the scenes that's locking Foam Boy's brain up right now. (laughs) She loves locking up my brain. No, she's she's not using. Yeah, she's not using her mic because we didn't we didn't pull that out in time. I get it. I have a different mic that I put her on, and yeah, you have to. What I probably should have done is actually swap the mics because yeah, this is a. 
fact, I might do that just just to make life fun. Yep. I said to him, I said, you're going to give me the mic that I have to talk into sideways. You know, a gentleman would give me the front-facing mic, but no, you put me on this piece of shit. And now he's backpedaling because you all apparently are making him feel guilty without having to say a word. So thanks, pedalheads. <laughs> you. Say it. You're going to cross your ass like, say it. Fuck off. <laughs> anyway. So why don't we tell the why don't we tell the pedal heads the story here of how this all how this uh, shit show came to be? Well, yeah, I mean, I was waiting for you to quit jacking off on the mic so I could get this show actually started. You know, God, Sir Pemrose is listening. Could we maybe try to act professional once in a while? No, that's <laughs> part of it's part of the charm of the show. So. All right, so so let's get on with it. Let's get on with the story here, because um, it's it is a it is a pretty great story. It is a great story. So how we're going to start this off? Because I was up very late. Yes, I know the story, but I to try to put it down onto you know theoretical paper wasn't as easy as I expected. So the way we'll start is that <laughs> it all started with a podcast, as it were. No agenda is what kicked it all off ultimately. The Podfather and his amazing partner, JCD, created a phenomenon known as No Agenda, and from its loins sprang many successful podcasts, namely Bowl After Bowl, which is where our story really begins. It all started in October of 2021, when I was listening to the bowl and passing one around in the chat. Phone Boy, the man, the myth, the legend, was in the bowl and had been hinting that all was not well in the Pacific Northwest. I'd always been fascinated by him because he had a really cool job. He was well-known in the community, and he always left some of the best voicemails I had ever heard. I was just fascinated by him because, and, and still am, you know, watching him do what he does, whether it's at work or whether, you know, on this road trip that we've taken together, I'm, I'm just so fascinated by all that he is and all that he does. And he's so humble because he doesn't realize how absolutely amazing he truly is on so many levels. I mean, I've seen his resume. The accolades alone take up over five pages. I mean, if, if that's not something, I don't know what is. Well, you know, we got, and this is, um, yeah, all, all is not well in the PNW. That's why people are leaving. Um, seriously, like, and this was, um, so I, right before I, I left, um, I attended a meetup in, in Bellevue, uh, which is a, a suburb of Seattle. It's the, uh, it's, it's basically what's, it's basically what Seattle would be if, uh, you know, I don't know, they enforce their laws because, <laughs> you know, they you know, they've stopped because of course Seattle has stopped enforcing shoplifting and all kinds of other things. And, you know, they want to keep all the, uh, you know, I, I don't know, they, they, they add a compassion or whatever. They don't want to, they don't want to arrest a you know, homeless or whatever. I don't know that, that, you know, all of the details of it, but, uh, you know, downtown Seattle is uh, dying as it were. And, uh, yeah, there's a reason we, uh, we, uh, you know, Get get out of there. That and the fact that uh, I can't afford to live there, thanks to uh, the uh, the family courts in Washington State. Yeah, well, you know, I've said it before, and I've said it again. Your ex wife is a cunt, and fuck Washington courts. But that's irrelevant in just my opinion. And if I were smart, well, this is the other part of this that we there. You know, there has to be. We have to play the clip that goes with that. Um, at least I have the roadcaster here, and I can do that. Yeah. Well, you know, that's just like. Uh your opinion man it is just my opinion man and um so continuing on you know with the story i never in a million years would have imagined that 
phone boy would talk to me above and beyond the customary salutations and karma that everyone offers one another in the bowl. So one particular night in the chat, I took a chance and reached out to him to offer a kind ear, which I thought he could use because I could plainly see what he had been hinting at. And to my amazement, he accepted my offer. And we went into private chat to, you know, discuss his woes and such. And as it turned out, that enigma that is phone boy that I had been starstruck by was human after all. And a lot deeper, as I would find out, than many know. Yeah, of course. Now I have to work. Now I have to work two mute buttons in order to make a. Little... My fault. I was working my own mute button. Yeah, but I can't interrupt if you do that. And then we got, yeah, we got to make sure. Ugh. You can't keep. You can't <laughs> keep your mute button straight, and you're fucking mine up. Leave my quit touching my button, phone boy. Hey now, so, um, yeah, slide into DMs. All right. Uh, we did slide into DMs. That, that's that is the that is the thing. Not gonna go there. Well, because you're trying to find your place in the. No, I'm not trying to find my place. I never lost my place. I know exactly where my place is. It's next to you. <laughs> hey now. Anyways, moving along. My goodness. So, yeah, to my amazement, um, he he's such a deep individual. So we continued to talk well after the bowl had ended that night and the bowlers had gone to bed. And we exchanged numbers shortly thereafter. And the more times we spoke, the more things we discovered we had in common on many levels. It's extremely uncanny how far our Venn diagram overlaps. So one day... I got the courage to ask Phone Boy one of the most important questions of my life. Would you like to do a podcast with me? And of course, you know, he uh, was more than glad to say, hell yeah, let's do it. Because, you know, that's kind of his philosophy. I think actually his real words were sure why not, because he's so humble. I'm something. I don't know about <laughs> not always humble, but... Uh, but I think, yeah, it was, I thought it was, and I thought it was a good idea. We had, you know, we were we were vibing on a topic, and and when we were, you know, we were going back and forth, it was like, oh yeah, that's a great idea. Oh, that's a great idea. And, we, and there was a, there was a, uh, we were connecting on a on a level that was was pretty amazing, and just in, in terms of like, you know, where our mind was going, and in the, you know, and yeah, we had different ideas, but uh, they were generally going the same direction, and we and it was a really good, uh, you know, we had a great goddamn time, as they say. Yeah, we, um, yeah, I mean, every, every um, conversation that we have had since then has just been amazing at how natural, easy, it's truly like just talking to my best friend, if I'm honest. Well, and and it's funny. Well, the serpent is saying in in our in, in the in the uh, in our chat room. Yeah, you can go to lotuseffect.chat if you want to join during our live show. Um, yeah, well, you do a podcast with me. That was well, that, it was funny. And I and I called our first episode of the podcast as a joke. I called it. We will we will discuss that later. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there. Yeah, we got to do that. So. Oh, believe me. It, I want to make sure that we keep this in somewhat chronological order so that, you know, nobody gets left behind. That's true. So I knew nothing about what I would need to do 
this podcast. I just knew I wanted to do it, and I knew I wanted to do it with someone of the caliber that Phone Boy is. So when he said yes, I was absolutely overjoyed. And I asked him, you know, what I would need and what other, you know, details that would be required to do so. And in his normal laid back fashion, he said, no problem. Go on Amazon, get this, this, and this, and then we'll walk you through getting connected. And once my equipment arrived, we settled on a day of the week that would be appropriate to facilitate streaming for both of us. And it, you know, fit into my work schedule. And the first episode of the Lotus podcast was born. It, it, it was, I'll actually let uh, Phone Boy tell the story because he's the one who did this because it was ultimately his idea to name the first episode what he did. So take it away, Phone Boy. Well, I'll talk a little bit about the equipment that we, that we started with. So um, I have a roadcaster, which, uh, and, and, you know, I've got multiple computers, although, uh, yeah, some of those computers got left behind in the, in, you know, in my cross country travels, but at the same time, uh, yeah, I had you know, a roadcaster and, and the ability to, uh, you know, and I had clean feed and all of that set up. Now, um, my podcasting partner in crime, if you don't know, uh, yeah, I've been living in a truck. So, uh, in a truck most of the time and didn't, and, 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 um, at her house at the time didn't have a, a computer. And so what, but she did have an Android phone. And so we, we got, uh, a microphone that I knew would work on an Android phone and, uh, we plugged that in and you can run clean feed off a browser, uh, at least on an Android phone. I don't think we've gotten it to work on iOS, but, uh, but ultimately she was entirely mobile and could do it from anywhere. And, um, and yeah, that was, so that was, that was the initial equipment. Um, and it's going to change a little bit now that we are in the same room, so to speak. Um, you know, let's say we're, we're, we're still trying to figure out what that's going to look like. This space that we're in right now is not the, uh, the most podcast conducive, but it is, uh, it's private, which is, which is, uh, and it has a decent internet connection, which is all good. So, well, uh, no, we're, I mean, truly it's not going to be, it's not going to be perfect for, you know, this and the next show. Because obviously, you know, our environment is what it is. But, you know, much like with the rebrand that we've done, we're just going to keep getting better and better uh, every day. And once we're back from South Carolina and we get moved into our new condo and get everything set up where it needs to be, sound the way it needs to be, we're even going to be uh, building a Raspberry Pi node at some point. And it, this is just going to keep going. It's just going to keep getting better and better. Because that's what we do. We are Phoenix and Phone Boy. We are the Lotus Effect. Yeah, we are the Lotus Effect. Now, now, of course, what did I name the first episode of this podcast? First Date. Yeah. Um, to which the, and, and I thought it was a joke because it was, okay, it was the second time we had talked over the phone that we did this particular, um, particular podcast or we did the, we did, we did, a, we did the podcast. If I may. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, we made it really clear back then, and, and we'll reiterate to the fact now that when you named that podcast episode and when we started this, we were both very much married. How happily is questionable, but we were both still, you know, we had not had a chessboard flip at the time. Yeah, and uh, and so yeah, that and that, yeah, it's important to say that because yeah, that, that we we went in, we didn't go into this with the thought of well, it would turn into what it did, but uh, sometimes. Um, you know, sometimes uh, true love blossoms in the most unlikeliest of places. So um, there you go. Yeah, we had no way of knowing what the universe had in store for us. But I can definitely tell you that um, 
the the one thing I know for sure is is when Phone Boy named that episode first date, the universe said, "Hold my beer," because what has what has occurred since then, both separately and together, has been something that we could never have scripted, even with the best Hollywood writers. Oh, no, absolutely. I mean, it, it's just it's the experiences that we've shared um, over the last. Uh, the last several months has been uh it's been pretty amazing pretty epic in fact um and uh you know and, and it's just and it's just going to keep going and getting better so that's right it is and you know it's it's interesting because i'm sure you know any of you who have been in the no agenda community for you know longer than a hot second have seen the pictures that phone boy would post after his run and he always had what I considered to be a plastic smile. And one day when I was looking at that picture, I looked deeper than the image on the screen. And what I saw was a, a soul that was hurting so deeply. And I knew at that moment that I knew that dark place too. And as time went on and we reached the end of the year, we had a particular conversation that occurred post-show. <laughs> and it began what's destined to be one of the most epic love stories of all time. We were talking, and I asked if he felt something between us. And at first, he said that he didn't, and that was fine. You know, I thought I had overstepped a bound. I got very nervous within myself because of being extremely self-conscious. And to be and to be fair, I, I at that time I was um, I was actually in um, or I was my mind was somewhere else at that moment and and I was and I was I wasn't picking up any feelings. It was more it was more just kind of a, you know internally feeling at that moment. So I wasn't I didn't really have a chance to say oh yeah because I was my mind was somewhere else. And that's fair, you know, because. I mean, anyone who's listened to our show knows that his divorce is a bazillion times messier than mine. And the fact that he had been married longer and, you know, I don't think you even realized the peril you were in with that person and just how vicious and, and you know, basically what happens when a narcissist self-destructs your divorce. I guess that's one way to put it. Um, I'm... Yeah, I think I think once I got some space from the situation, I got a lot more. Um, yeah, I, I, I got a different perspective on. It. Sometimes it's what you need in a situation, right? Is if you're if you're continuously embroiled in a situation, you don't always see the big picture. And and honestly, I was not seeing the big picture. And uh, you know, once I got some space from it and could start and actually get you know get out of it, and and, and honestly, like things were really bad in the sense that there wasn't a whole lot of communication going on. And the feeling that I got from everybody around was not, not one of being welcome. So, um, I, I just kind of, you know, um, yeah, that when, when that, when that time came, it was, yeah, I'm not going to say it wasn't, uh, it was, uh, not easy, but I did it and, you know, and things got real scary there for a while, but, uh, you know, things could still be, you know, there's, there's still some of this to play out, but for the most part, 
you know, I'm, you know, I can recover now. I think I've got, I think I've got enough to, to work with that. I should be able to, um, you know, that, you know, the nice thing about stuff is that it's all, it's, it's all replaceable. Uh, you know, you're, uh, you know, you are, you yourself are not, um, and, uh, your, you know, your life is not, and we all got one, um, one chance at this. So, uh, let's make the best of it. Yeah, I agree completely, you know, and I mean, we, <laughs> when we both realized, you know, that there was something there, we, we kind of took a step back and went, wow, <laughs> what now? I mean, we're, we're both still married, you know, that's obviously going to be looked upon as something really bad. I mean, in fairness, you know, we were both really unhappy in our marriages and we agreed that we had been keeping them on life support for many more years than we should have. And I mean, I can speak for my own marriage and I'm sure, you know, phone boy, you know, if he wants can speak for his. But when I left him for a month in November of 19, I should have stayed gone because he told me he fell out of love with me back then. And you know, I asked him, I'm like, if you fell out of love with me, you know, why the hell did you agree, you know, to try to make it work? If you didn't love me, once the love is gone, I'm sorry, you don't get it back. I don't give a damn how hard you try or what you do. And also, if you're not putting in the necessary work in order to get that love back, if you're just running around the same damn dog track, how do you expect anything to change if, if you know, if you don't change yourself, and I blame myself too. You know, there was a lot of changing I should have done that I didn't do. And ultimately, you know, I, I do credit Phone Boy with helping me to realize the changes I needed to make and also help me to find the courage inside myself to make those changes, both, um, you know, health-wise and relationship-wise. Because, yeah, I mean, both metaphorically and physically, that marriage was killing me. Yeah, I think I could say the same thing about my own. And it's, you know, the reason I stayed as long as I did was because now, unlike in your case where your kids were from a prior marriage, um, that it, this is, um, you know, I was with the same person that, that you know, that, you know. The, the mother of my children and and I and I probably stayed way too long and and honestly um yeah and in fact you know and I had a I had a discussion with her the you know at the you know near the end of last year about the fact that this wasn't working and I, I think we both knew it wasn't working uh she wanted to stay for another you know, she wanted to stay for another year to be so my daughter could get out of get out of high school um yeah, and, and you know, and, I, and at first I thought I could do that, but uh, things just it, it, things just got worse, and um, as a result, I'm like, yeah, I can't do this anymore, and so uh, you know, I committed an insurrection of my own life, so to speak, and um, you know, and here I am, and this is, um, you know, and, and I didn't, you know, it's and, and it's and unfortunately when, you know, when you when you can't talk, uh, you can't really fix anything, and you know, and if you're and if you're, um, you know, and if you're, a fan, you know, I don't know if you if you're okay with the status quo. Well, you're not, there is no such thing as status quo. Things are either getting better or they're getting worse. And I can tell you in my marriage, they never got better. Well, unfortunately, you know, I can, I can concur with that because no matter how many times I tried to tell my, you know, my ex that, you know, uh, things need to change. Things are not okay. Um, you know, the change would be very short lived if at all. And there were a couple things, you know, you talk phone boy about the fact that, you know, my kids were from a previous marriage. Yeah, that's true. 
um, the added challenge to that was that how many times I had to listen to my ex tell me that, uh, you know, when I would reference the youngest, because the youngest, you know, it's really a question of nature and nurture, because of course, you know, my ex had no, uh, you know, no genetics in my son yet. You know, my son was like a little mini me to my ex. And, you know, it was really hurtful when I would say, you know, your son this and your son that, because my youngest son called my ex-husband dad for, you know, a, a really long time, because it's pretty much the only dad that he ever knew. And, you know, to hear my husband, my ex-husband, excuse me, you know, say, you know, oh, they're not my kids. I didn't have any genetics in them. Yeah, that's hurtful. That That's shitty to say, especially when you know that you took on a, you know, a pre-made family, essentially, and that you agreed, you know, to be the partner, the, you know, the parental figure, you know, I mean, you make that promise to someone when you join an already formed family. So, I mean, I, I can't say I know what it is to go through a divorce with, you know, I mean, I went through my first divorce with, you know, my oldest son's biological father, but that was more, he was already gone nailing my cousin's sister. You know, what a Jerry Springer episode that was. Uh, you know, so, I mean, that that didn't hurt because in Connecticut, I didn't have to pay for a lawyer. I didn't have to spend all kinds of money and all kinds of whatever. It was just sign the papers and, you know, lufta. But uh, this one, this one was a little more in depth because thanks to Tennessee's shitty laws that if you have uh, land or a structure on said land, there has to be a lawyer involved to do the paperwork, even though there's, you know, no conflict. There's no real conflict. There's an agreement. But yeah, so it's costing me money to get out of this one. And you can be damn assured I won't make that mistake a third time if, <laughs> you know, if things progress with phone boy to a you know, white lace and promises level. Well, um, you know, as I've said before, he may not have been my first, but he will be my last. Yeah, that's, um, yeah. And I think there's, with all of this, it's, it, it is really, it's, yeah, there, there's just no, there, yeah, I won't even talk about what, what this divorce is going to cost me in Washington state. It's, it's disgusting. Um, but um, yeah, it's, it's of course. I think it'll be a little easier to deal with now. Ironically, since I'm going to be a little bit farther away from that. Um, and yet, unfortunately, uh, as a new study is uh, reminding us, yeah, um, unfortunately, children are um, yeah will imprint on dicks and cunts. That's for damn sure. Um, they they certainly. Uh, obsess over them in, in, in some regards as well. So, uh, and not in a good way. Well, you know, as much as I said earlier that, you know, back in 2019, I should have stayed gone. I thought about the fact that if I had, I may never have met this amazing man who's changed my life and become my best friend. I mean, everything happens for a reason. And even if we don't know what that reason is right now, you know, having faith that the universe will reveal it when the time is right, you know, just uh, faith is one of the things I've never really afforded. And in this situation, um, since meeting Phone Boy, I've realized that, you know, I don't want to rush through my life. I don't want to get it over so fast. I want to be present in every day of it. And, you know, there is a degree of, you know, what we call hands off the wheel and just knowing that wherever 
you know, our life is directed toward, it's the universe that's guiding it. So, you know, that's, if somebody asks me, you know, my belief, I believe in the universe and the universe has shown me so much over the last, you know, five, six months that when you just let go and stop worrying about the things that you thought were so important in your life and just, you know, live your best life every day. And as long as you're not hurting someone else in doing so, then there's no harm, you know, putting on your own oxygen mask and putting yourself first. You know, my, my oldest son got pissed off because we were supposed to have, you know, lunch slash dinner today, more over dinner because, you know, he had a barbecue this afternoon. And when I told him, look, you know, I've, I've got this live show. I'm going live after no agenda. You know how important that is to me. So, you know, we're going to have to postpone it for a couple of weeks because, you know, next weekend I'm not in state. I'm going to be in Charleston at this amazing meetup. And, you know, after that, when we arrive back in the state, we've got to move all of our stuff that we need in, into the new place. So, you know, he got pissed because it wasn't on his schedule. It wasn't his way. But, you know, the, the new thing that I've started doing is, you know, I put my own oxygen mask on first and... My priorities, yeah, you know, my priorities have changed because every Saturday at five o'clock Eastern and now four o'clock Central, the time zone we're going to be in, I'm going to be on this microphone, you know, staring at phone boy and talking about whatever's on our minds and interacting with our pedal heads. And yeah, it's going to keep going and going. It's going to happen next week and the week after. And, you know, Sir Spencer was talking about when we were in KC with them, which by the way, shout out to the bull and the wolf pack. So, so, so appreciate them hosting us in KC. Um, The Bitcoin meetup we attended was really awesome. We got to meet you know, Rayla and Asina and John, and I got to hold him and he took a nap on me and I just, yeah, (sighs) there may be another little something in the pedals. But anyway, that being said, thank you guys again. Shout out to Sir Spencer and Dame DeLorean for being great hosts and also Sir Bemrose and Dame Bemrose. They were top-notch individuals for hosting us, uh, letting us podcast you know, having us in the bowl, just everybody in in our community. We love you guys so much. And we're so appreciative of all of your support for us because it has meant so much. I mean, (laughs) our, our plan to come out didn't exactly go according to script, but then again, you know, as I've learned, we plan and the universe laughs. So, you know, that's, Yeah, I know. I can't. I can't stop touching our mute button. How about we play a voicemail? Because we did get a voicemail. Oh my god, we got. A- yeah. Oh my god, we got a voicemail. Yeah, we did. So uh, there's no transcript on this, and it does look like it's from an eight six five number. So some, maybe it's somebody. I don't an know. Eight six five number. Ooh. Yeah, who I don't could know. Be? I don't know. I truly don't know. Actually, don't know. Well, uh, well, well, let's play it and find out. He slapped me with a voicemail. Okay, well, you know, all right. Okay, so 
That might have been Sir Seat Sitter. You didn't. You didn't hear it. I didn't hear a thing. Oh my! Well, okay. Oh, yeah. I heard nothing. I'm disappointed. Well, you know, I okay. I, I got this was playing through. Oh, okay. You want me to do what about this? I've touched nothing but the mute button. I know you've touched nothing but the yeah, mute button. Yeah, Sir Benrose says it didn't come through for them either. Oh, Jesus, mother! Thank you, Sir Benrose. Okay, um, t- okay, not okay, just okay, me. okay, okay. All right, let's fix this. So we are going to take that. Um, let's see. I got. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm trying to figure out all this stuff here. And, See where it's going? Okay, so it's coming from the microphone of the roadcaster to line three. Let's see how this... Unfortunately... Uh, Isn't line three where I am? No, it's a different line three. This is a... This this is this is where... Da, 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 da. Okay, we are going to do the following. So, uh, let's... Let's start another one of these. I did... I did this is... Oh, and that probably just killed the... That just killed that. Let's not do that. Okay. Uh, no, let's not stop tape. No, we're not doing that. Let's do line two, two, line three. I don't know how this is going to work. Okay, so I, unfortunately, I, because of how I've got this going right now... Oh, actually, I know what to do. Here, I know what to do. I know. There's a reason I did this. Thank God you know what to do, because I'm lost. Yeah, so if I take the... As an input, I take the... No. Where is it? Uh, let's see. None of this makes any sense. Okay, well... So somebody wanting to know what part of uh, what part of the thing, and I think it's Sir Seat Setter. I will have to play it in the. It, it's. I think it went on the recording. So if the, those of us who are listening on the recording will be able to do it. I want to have to figure out how to play this thing. All right, that's that is a, that is a to do in this whole thing. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't want to work. Uh, anyway, all right. But we will. But yeah, we, we'd still love you to call in at two five three two three seven three three two one and leave us a voicemail, <laughs> and maybe eventually Phone Boy will figure out how to work them. <laughs> Yes, that's true. What? Is, how did I do that? Uh, okay, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure that out myself. But then again, you know, I'm not the tech guru you are. Well, actually, the speakers. Actually, what I want. Not I want the microphone. This is what I want. Okay, that'll work. Okay, let me try that again. And hopefully everybody will be able to hear it this time. After I, I got to hit that mute button. And let's try this again, shall we? Shall we? East Tennessee, huh? That's where I'm at. What part of East Tennessee y'all in? I'll come crash your party. No, I'm just kidding. I got work today. But, uh, yeah, what's, where, what's going on? Where's the Airbnb? It might be one I stayed in before. If it's Far East, if it's, like, you know, if it's Knoxville area, then no, I, there's no reason for me to get an Airbnb around here. What part of East Tennessee in, bitch? Well, Sir Seat Sitter, we are actually um, hanging out in Kingston, but we are going to be moving to Crossville, actually. So uh, it's a little less of East Tennessee as it's actually in the central time zone. But yeah, we um, hit us up on the private, you know, throw us an email or whatever, because yeah, we want to get together and, um, you know, maybe have a beer with you there. 
or, you know, do a no agenda meetup because that's what you do. I've, I've, exactly. It's, it's funny because I've attended um, this year. I've attended. Yeah, I've, I've attended two different no agenda meetups in, in uh, the uh, in the, in the Seattle area. Um, I'm looking forward to doing some meetups in Tennessee. Actually, at the last meetup uh, that I did, uh, I saw Sir Patrick Coble, Duke, Duke of the South. Um, and, uh, you know, I saw Dave Fugazzato in, uh, in, uh, in in Kansas City. That was that was really cool. Um, but yeah, this is uh, so we're, we we're we're, we're going to be uh, we're going to be doing the meetups and all that stuff. That's why I mean, that's why we're going down to South Carolina. We got to go see the Podfather. I mean, that's just that's just going to happen. Well, we we have more than just one reason to be going to that meetup uh, to meet the Podfather. We have a very important question to ask the Podfather when we see him. But that being said, there's a uh, there's much shenanigans to be had. Well, yeah, I'm just, I'm looking forward to seeing Dame Jennifer, and I, I think Metis is going to be there. Uh, I know Sir Patrick Coble will be there. Um, that's what that's what he said, and then yeah, DC Girl and Roger Roundy, and and um, I'm yeah. looking forward to meeting DC Girl. I mean, she doesn't even know I exist, but I've been following her for a hot second, and. Yeah, she fascinates me just a lot. So getting a chance to meet her is going to be amazing. And also, we, um, well, so we got to meet Duke Fugazzato. Yeah. And uh, it was really cool because he fanboyed out over Phone Boy. It was one of the neatest things I had ever seen in my life. To watch a Duke geek out over Phone Boy was gold. It was an absolute treat, and I wouldn't have missed it for the world. And we have photo proof of three amazing people, uh, two, two peerage members and a future peerage member, my own personal phone boy who I would love to knight sooner than later. And of course, you know, Sir Spencer, Wolf of Canvas City, Canvas City, Kansas. I swear I'm not drunk or stoned yet. What, what uh, you, you've been, what? You haven't gotten drunk or stoned yet? What is wrong with you, woman? I was trying to be professional since this is our coming out, our rebrand. You know, I thought by rebranding us, maybe we could, you know, erase the fact that I'm always stoned or drunk on this podcast. But there you go, lowering me to the level again. Well, <laughs> if you heard the last episode, we were both uh, stoned. That was because Sir Bemrose and Dame Bemrose kept feeding liquor to a phoenix and a phone boy, and a phoenix had an empty stomach because she had been up since 9 o'clock Friday morning when she arrived Saturday specific time at about 10.30 in the morning, and it was about an hour to get up there from SeaTac. And yeah, I mean, from the time we walked in, it was edibles, liquor, and debauchery. Yeah, no kidding. There was, there was a, yeah, there's, I, I will, I will tell you that there is nothing quite like getting trolled in person by Sir Bemrose. Oh, it is definitely, it is definitely an, an experience that I highly recommend for anyone passing through the Washington state area, hit up Sir Bemrose, Dame Bemrose, if you're an NA producer and uh, yeah, get crossfaded with it, with those two. It's sure to be a good time. I highly recommend, you know, five stars on Yelp. Exactly. No, we, we did have a great time. We had a great goddamn time. It was it was fantastic. Uh, we, we absolutely did. And, you know, like I said earlier, you know, thank you, sir and Dame Bemrose for being amazing hosts and having an absolutely fantastic time. I would not have missed it for the world. And I think Phoneboy agrees. Oh, I absolutely agree. Um, so I think you have more on your little in your little story pad there, don't you? Yes, of course I do, because, you know, we've only just begun. 
Do I need to play the music? No. You, you could if you had the drops ready, but you failed epically, so we'll just keep rolling on like as if nothing happened. So, yeah, we, we discussed the fact that everything happens for a reason. And, yeah, essentially, um, it was around Thanksgiving that I had talked to Phoneboy and told him, you know, I'm thinking about filing divorce papers because I just, I can't take this shit anymore. You know, I... I, I had a thing, you know, everyone has probably seen uh, on No Agenda the picture I posted of me wearing the uh, burgundy gown and whatnot. Um, I thought I looked amazing in that picture. And that was actually at Christmas time. And I had done nothing about filing the papers. I was just thinking about it back, you know, around Thanksgiving. That's when things really started, you know, to, to feel like, you know, they were changing and, and, that it wasn't, you know, it wasn't going to recover. You know, I'm not going to go into the whole sordid tale, but, you know, the long and short was that I knew I was in a place I didn't need to be anymore because I had often said, I won't be somewhere I'm not welcome. And I no longer felt like I was welcome in my own home. Not that I really felt like I was to begin with, because with the job that I have, you know, I'm gone from Sunday to Friday. And, you know, I'm only home for a day and a half, roughly, you know, during the week. And during that time, I mean, there were times that I would dread coming home because I never knew if he was going to be in a bad mood and I was going to have to hear about it. I mean, there's just a lot of stuff I don't want to talk about. But the long and short is Christmas really was the straw that broke the camel's back for me when, you know, I was going over to see my mom and I don't do holidays. Anybody who knows me knows I don't do holidays. And I was going over there and I got dressed, you know, in the dress that, I took the picture, did my makeup and everything. And, you know, he couldn't even be bothered to tell me I looked nice or anything. Just, oh, I don't understand why you have to get dressed up to go see your mother at Christmas. And that was basically it for me. I, I couldn't take it anymore. And, I mean, I, I called phone boy damn near in tears, you know, after I got done at my mom's house. And I'm like, this is bullshit, I just, I can't do this anymore. And he's like, why do you let him talk to you like that? Why do you let him control you like that? And I'm like, just because it's just how it is. And he was like, well, you deserve better than that. And yeah, I mean, he's right. I, I did and I do deserve better. And when I had enough money, I acquired the lawyer and finally got the paperwork served and returned. So within the next 60 days, God willing, uh, my divorce should be final and yeah, I'm not sorry a bit for what I've done and what I'm doing, because as much as it hasn't been easy, you know, emotionally for me, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> There's times this podcast has been the only thing uh, that's kept my feet moving and, and kept me going forward because it's, you know, it's hard to go through what you're going through um, singly. Uh, try doing it with a, you know, a podcast partner in crime who is also, you know, your friend and, you know, there's, there's an emotional bond there that has started to form. And, uh, yeah, it got to where we made a decision in February. Uh, he, phone boy, flew to Tennessee to spend a, a long weekend with me. And we kind of made our relationship official. Uh, considering that since the end of the year, you know, we'd been virtually inseparable, spending hours upon hours talking about anything and everything under the sun. 
And uh, it became clearer with every passing day that uh, we were falling in love, ultimately. And we, we would listen to No Agenda together every Sunday and Thursday, as well as the bowl every Tuesday. And um, the poems I would put out in the bowl, those actually, um, they were supposed to be a one-off as just a way to kind of tease and, and flirt with Phone Boy. And the response I got from Lorian and all the bowlers was so supportive that I decided to just keep doing them. And every week, uh, upping the ante with the game that we started to play with the voicemails and the poems and stuff, um, you know, we wanted to see how far we could push it before somebody would, you know, would call our bluff ultimately and, you know, all but say, hey, are you guys a thing? I mean, not that we were really trying to hide it, but at the same point in time, we weren't really putting our dick on the table. <clears throat> Even though we had an episode called Dick on the Table, it was not about, uh, was not about that. That had a whole lot nothing to do with our relationship, although it was actually something that was um, inspired by you because you were the one who ultimately you know, gave me the idea and the courage to write the letter to my father and... Yeah, it kind of it, it became one of the most uh, one of the most traumatic and freeing episodes that we've had, and to date, the only one that actually required a trigger warning. Oh yeah, I mean, when we were going through that uh, going through that episode, there was it was it was very cathartic in a sense because yeah, and I think um, in order to have a successful relationship, you have to clean up a lot of the past ones, and, and people don't tend to do that very much. And so, what you yeah, so. Um, people carry forward a lot of baggage in their lives with um with 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 everything that that that, go, that anything that can, everything that can go on and so um yeah there was a lot of you know, if, you, if you listen to that episode it was uh, there was a whole lot of um yeah i mean and even in my own case i mean i'm still you know i, I didn't ha i don't have quite the same issues um the, the same experiences that uh that that my partner in crime here has but but at the same time there's still there, there's still healing that needs to occur right and so um the more you know and and and, and you know part of healing is acknowledging that's really you know what you got to do um otherwise you're uh, otherwise you're just going to hang on to it and it's gonna it's gonna metastasize and you know and you're going to become a different person and, and not in a good way well that's ultimately you know i i think what has happened a lot in my life is that you know, because I didn't feel like I had an outlet. I, I mean, I make no bones about the fact I don't trust therapists. So, you know, I mean, you can only, you know, first and foremost, you have to feel comfortable with the person you're talking to, especially with some of the shit that, you know, I released that day. That's things that no one had ever been told because I felt ashamed and scared and so many other emotions that, you know, again, thanks to you, phone boy, you you were the first person who ever made me feel comfortable enough to, to say those things, to, to tell those secrets that, you know, I couldn't tell for all those years. So, you know, again, I am so, God, I'm just, I'm so thankful, you know, to have you and God, I, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just, even if we had nothing but a friendship and you were just my podcast partner in crime, you're invaluable in my life, and I appreciate you more than words. Well, but clearly we're more than that now. 
Well, clearly, I mean, we're kind of out there, you know. Yeah, and uh, and podcasting in the nude too. Yeah, that, which which go nude podcasting. Yeah, so we we should. Uh, I guess I guess I don't know if that's in your if, the, if that's in your uh, story or not. We the, uh, the 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 podcasting we did with the uh, we're getting there. Okay, we're getting there. Okay, so I won't I won't uh, I, I won't derail from your uh, from your timeline here. Um, but uh, yeah, I think from from my perspective, having that having just a, a, a somebody out there because because honestly, um, I was. Um, it's kind of all alone. I mean, I didn't really even, you know, it's, it's like most of you know, my, most of my family, you know, the, the family that I had in that area, uh, the Pacific Northwest was basically my wife and my kids. I didn't have any real friends or family out there. And so it was, so when it made, when it, when it came time to make that decision to, 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 to move out of the Pacific Northwest, it was not a difficult decision. It was like, okay, well, I can't afford to live here. I've got nothing holding me here. And frankly, a lot of bad memories here that I just like to get as far away from as I can. And no, Tennessee is pretty, pretty far away from, uh, <laughs> pretty far away from uh, the, the People's Democratic Republic of uh, Greater Seattle. That is the truth. Believe me, we took uh, we took that road trip, and yeah, we I mean we dawdled a little bit and stuff. So I was actually I was going to tell them about the fact that you know we had discussed your your relocation to Tennessee to assist in facilitating your survival of this divorce and to solidify ourselves as a couple. To be honest, so of course you know because driving is what I do for a living, I offered to drive phone boy from Washington to Tennessee here, you know, considering it's what I do, you know, it's my bag, baby. So we decided that this was going to happen. And he booked me first class to Washington. And I tried so hard to object saying, no, 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 just put me in, you know, put me in, in coach, you know, I'm a coach girl and not the handbag type. And he said, nope, he insisted that he wanted to fly me first class because I'm worth it. And he knew I had never flown first class before and he wanted to do so. So he said this, you know, it, it's done. It's already booked. You're in first class all the way from Knoxville to Atlanta and then Atlanta to Washington. Because he's such a gentleman, I swear. What, what, well, yeah, I mean, it, was, it wasn't that big of a deal. I didn't think it was that big of a deal myself, but hey, what do I know? Um, this is, uh, but yeah, this is, but you know, and I don't, I think that the, I don't, I don't think the road trip would have been nearly as fun if you weren't there. Um, it was honestly, we had it, we had such a great time. You're so sweet. Yeah. We, we, um, yeah. And I don't, and first, and, 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 and frankly, I've never done that long of a road trip. I mean, I've done, I've done road trips, uh, up from the Bay area to, um, to Washington state. Um, and, and I've, and I've driven down to Northern California on my own, but, but yeah, that's the this first time I have, uh, taken, taken my car and loaded it up with, uh, you know, with, you know, with, with, uh, the, the few things I could get out of my house. And, um, and uh, yeah, and I fled the area, and here I am. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, and, 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 and we did go through St. Louis. Louis. Oh yeah. my God! If we had known, um, if we had known them, we would have totally reached out to you and said, "Hey, uh, we're going to be passing through. You know, you want to grab a beer, or you know, say high five, take a pic, you know, something." I mean, believe me. Okay, it's not going to be the last time that we pass through. And now that we know that you're there, we will make a effort to uh to make sure that we stop and maybe have a little impromptu meetup yeah <laughs> and uh it's funny because you know you were asking about um if i was going to mention the 
the bowls with buds things. So here's the funny part. Let's let's rewind a little bit to I touched down in SeaTac, and we're hauling ass up to the Bemroses because we had planned in advance that you know, we were going to go and see them because, you know, as one would if you're in Washington in that area, missing the opportunity to meet, you know, Sir and Dame Bemrose, there's no way in hell I'd have missed it. So we set it up and it was all good to go. And we had it all planned out. We had actually planned to come out to everyone on Bowls with Buds as, you know, Sir Spencer and Dame DeLorean are ultimately to be credited with bringing us together because without the bowl, there would have been no chat uh, for us to have met in and ultimately no Phoenix and foam boy as a couple or Lotus effect. So <laughs> we, we had planned it all out and, uh, you know, Sir Bemrose, the troll of trolls, uh, the first thing he did as soon as we were on the stream was to basically be like, Hey, phone boy and Phoenix are here together. And I looked at phone boy and went, fuck my life. Well, how do we explain this one? Because what's Phoenix doing in Washington when she lives in Tennessee? But we just decided that that's what the universe thought that we should do. And uh, so we did. And ultimately, we had a absolutely great goddamn time with those two, they are insane. Don't let anyone fool you because Sir Bemrose is an undercover party animal, as is Dame Bemrose, both two very class acts. And we had an amazing time and we're just, you know, we're so super thankful that we got to meet them, you know, got to hang out with them. And, and truly, you know, I, I think it, um, it was a fitting going away party for my soon to be night phone boy from the P&W. It was, it was quite, yeah, I mean, this, honestly, I've never, it's been 20-something years since I've taken a vacation on my own, uh, and this is probably the best vacation I've ever had. I mean, seriously, like, um, but, it, you know, of course, I'm, it's not really a vacation because I'm moving across the country, but, yeah, I'm, but, yeah, I'm literally starting over. And, um, and the, and the, this is, and yeah, it's so, it's so freeing. I mean, you look at all of this, um, everything that I've gone through and, it, and it's, and it's, and, you know, and I, I could just say just for, for myself, it's, I've, you know, I've, you know, I've had to go through a lot of changes and just kind of accept that. Okay. Here, you know, like what my friend told me, um, a friend of mine who went, who went through a very similar process to what I'm going through right now, uh, except he did it back in 2007. A lot of, there's a lot of parallels, um, between what he went through. Uh, and what I'm going through, uh, his relationship was was a bit longer. Uh, he also got divorced in Washington State, and every, you know, and so on. But you know, he told me he said, "Look, the, you know, the, the you know, all, you, you, the stuff is, you know, you'll get over the stuff. The stuff can be replaced. Um, you know, your your sanity can't be. And um, you know, and and ultimately, all this crap with the divorce eventually ends. And you know, um, it, it eventually it it you it eventually gets better. And it's like you you can you can probably survive it. And, and yeah, this is um, yeah. So, it, but I've had to, I've had to let go of a lot of stuff and, and I'm okay with that. It's like, okay, I can, I can, you know, I, I don't, I don't need as much stuff as I thought. And that's, I guess that's one thing I've learned about all the traveling I've done over the years is just how much I really truly need as far as things. And it's not that many things really. Uh, it is. Yeah, nice. Believe me, moving across the country in a Prius is uh, definitely a sight to behold. And the damnedest thing, we had such a moment of serendipity. We actually saw not only another Prius V, but the same exact color. And I was almost waiting for the tag to say Washington. And I was going to think, holy fuck, we just got passed by ourselves. 
Well, maybe maybe we got passed by a version of ourselves because I think they had, I think it had Kansas plates or something. So that's where we were. I think it, it did have Kansas plates, and yes, we had been in Kansas. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, that that was a thing. Yeah, I it's but um, yeah, it just it turns out that yeah, you don't really need that much stuff. Although yeah, that and actually yeah, I am glad I got my podcasting gear because uh, that is uh, that is one thing that is you know you mentioned earlier the podcast is kind of what kept you going. And for me, I think it gave me something to do. You know, I needed I needed that myself uh, because I really didn't have a lot going on that I was really happy about. And this this podcast certainly um, certainly unlocked that for me. And you know, and and you know, I got, and, and I. I freed myself from a lot of things and i think it was a uh you know that I'll, I, I don't regret any of this this is uh, this is amazing i really appreciate the fact that you know you feel that way because i mean that definitely is is an is a sentiment that i can echo in that you know this podcast ultimately you know gave me the courage to rise above all the drama and the crap that was going on in my life and you know there's been nothing but you know happiness and success since this podcast has started in my life personally you know it it really is true that you know when you put good out you get good back and I have gotten that it's been so circular with you know the NA community uh friends that I know inside and outside and I've also you know kind of uh I've been able to set some important boundaries and limits in my life that weren't there before that I think really needed to be there. And, you know, I definitely credit you and the podcast with having made that happen. Yeah, I think it's, it is, yeah, there's uh, a lot of good has come from this. And, and it's, you know, it's, it's funny because I've noticed this with you and I've noticed this with other people is that really this, um, that, People are attracted to, you know, and I think I I mentioned this to you uh, several times is that people can pick up on the fact that you're, that you got, that, you know, you got something going on, right? That, that it's, that you're, that you're happy. I mean, people, you've, you've commented to me, you know, people just kind of pick up on it and see it and and are gravitating to you in a way that maybe they hadn't done before. Well, I, I'm not going to deny, you know, I think that, you know, and, and I've actually been told by people that I glow now. And it's funny you mentioned that because when I was referring earlier to the plastic smile that you would wear in those photos, you know, anyone who's, you know, not that anyone's, you know, phone boy stalking, but if you happen to, you know, track phone boy's progress with his weight loss through his photographs, you can actually see essentially the point where, um, I came into his life and we realized that there was something there between the two of us because his smile went from being plastic to being completely genuine. And I'm actually going to have him do a side-by-side comparison as he's showing me that beautiful smile right now of a photo pre-Phoenix and a photo post-Phoenix. And I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but beep, beep, beep. I think I've definitely made a really big impact on this man. Uh, That's an understatement. Um, Hey, we got a voicemail. Well, then hit me with a voicemail. Well, and this time I won't have to fumble around to try and make it playable because I've already got it working. So proud of you. Yeah, yeah. well, you know, I live, I learn or something. All right, here we go. Hi, phone boy in Phoenix. This is Sir A1 Sauce. And uh, I was listening to No Agenda and was pleasantly surprised that you were going to have another live podcast. And I've been listening to it so far now. And, uh, 
saw the post by a phone boy to kind of prod you what direction it is that you're going on in your, your podcast. So I wanted to call and send you my congratulations on your newfound companionship. And uh, love is a beautiful thing. And it is uh, something to cherish for sure. Uh, so always keep that in the back of your mind or at the forefront of your mind. And uh, because life goes by so fast. And um, so just love each other, and which is not hard to do, <laughs> and uh, enjoy each other's time and company <clears throat> and be complimentary to each other where you're able to and uh, enjoy also the differences that make you separate but individual beings. And uh, I guess that's all i got to say. So uh, carry on with your, your new podcast, The Lotus Effect. Uh, and uh, and take care of each other and have a great, wonderful day. Love to you both. Bye. Thank you so much, Sir A1 Sauce. That means more than I can even possibly uh, emote right now. Um, thank all of you, you know, for the love and support through this. Uh, <laughs> whether you knew or whether you didn't, you know, I'm sure plenty of people suspected, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll address that here in the next segment, but yeah, thank you for that voicemail and, and for your support. It means a whole lot to us. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. We, I, I yeah, it's, uh, yeah, th- this is, again, I think this is uh, people uh, not, we were, we, we've been kind of joking the whole time. It's like people, people have to know. They're just they're just giving us respect by not just openly asking us, hey, are you guys a, a couple? Yeah, I mean, we we flew really close to the sun numerous times. So I'm going to I'm going to, you know, try to get through this to tell the rest of the story since we keep, you know, sliding down these rabbit holes, as you know, we love to do. And now the rest of the story. God, I wish I had that drop. Paul Harvey was the fucking man. So anyway, so the plan was that Phoneboy would contact Sir Spencer and tell him he was coming through and see if he'd be interested in doing a Bowls with Buds live. The surprise was going to be when Phoneboy showed up, I'd be with him and surprise, we're a couple. Yeah, that didn't happen because <laughs> I got a message from Dame DeLorean asking if I wanted to do a Bowls with Buds because they felt bad that they were going to have Phoneboy on yet again and hadn't had his podcasting partner in crime on even once. So I kind of got cornered in a way, and I can remember when I got the text message from Dame DeLorean asking if I wanted, you know, to be on Bulls with Buds that Sunday, and I was actually on a video call with Phoneboy on FaceTime, and I kind of went, like, ghost white, and I'm like, uh, we got a situation here, and he's like, what's going on? I'm like, uh, Dame DeLorean just asked me to be on Bulls with Buds Sunday, and we're going to be traveling, um yeah fuck my life what are we gonna do now and he was like you gotta tell her you just you gotta tell her so I was like all right so I sent her a message and I said uh you know call me right away it's important so she called me and the first thing I said when she picked up the phone is what do you know and she's like what and I'm like come on don't don't fuck with me Lorian what do you know I know you know something what do you know She's like, nothing. I don't know anything. So more or less, uh, we talked, and it didn't come as a big surprise to her. Uh, She thought that he was coming out to Tennessee for us to meet for the first time. And I said, no, we had actually, you know, met in February uh, when he flew out. So 
I swore her to secrecy, which of course, you know, I love Dame DeLorean because of course she wasn't able to keep that secret, bless her heart. So <laughs> when, um, when I ended up doing the uh, Bulls with Buds on Sunday from the hotel room in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, shout out to Lily from uh, Blacksmith Coffee also. She was our barista the uh, first morning uh, when we woke up uh, in Coeur d'Alene and served us some amazing coffee out of this little coffee trailer thing. And uh, of course, you know, I, I offered her the, uh, I offered her the blossom and hopefully she's listening. So shout out for that great, uh, chai that you made and, and the coffee for phone boy, because we really appreciated it. Yeah. I, I think that was, yeah, we had, <laughs> we had, um, yeah, that was it. Was, and we were. This, this is you know part of the part of the um, part of my thing on driving is yeah you know we kind of have to navigate by GPS like uh, yeah like when we were going out to go see my stepmom which we'll I guess we'll get to uh, here because uh, that that was uh, well last night actually um, yeah for the most part we, we kind of used the GPS to figure out where we were going we didn't I didn't like we didn't have the trip like totally planned out in a sense that because you know think kind of you know sometimes we'd stop and do things or whatever but um, but what we what what did we do and no and, oh, by the way I'm not pounding on the keyboard just so you know if you're hearing keyboard keyboard clicking right now that is my podcasting partner in crime pounding the keyboard so <laughs> yes i pound keyboards like you pound keyboards what can i say the sound makes me happy and i type fast as you can see both on a phone and on a keyboard as you saw my fingers flying across the phone screen sending a perfectly typed text message in a way that you probably could never have imagined this tech tard could manage and i also figured out how to use fountain and put sats in my wallet so nee, 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 nee. <laughs> I'm, I'm proud of you for doing that. We were, uh, we were she, okay. So I'll, let me set the stage here. We were, I, we were, um, as, as you do on a long road trip, there, there's, uh, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of time in the car and we were listening to podcasts and, and I'd had, I had pulled up the latest episode of podcasting 2.0. Um, and they had the guy and, and Adam had the guy on from, uh, from fountain Oscar Mary and, and, um, and, and I'd used the app before, but it'd been, it'd been a little while. I'd been kind of, I actually haven't been kind of not listening to podcasts up and, you know, for a little while just cause my, my brain was somewhere else. Um, and, uh, yeah, we all know where your brain was, foam boy, on a fiery five foot nine phoenix. Yeah, well, that and yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so we had a yeah. She was she she can still lock my brain up even though we're out. This is the she. I think she just just so you know she she makes a sport out of locking my brain up and she can still do it now because uh, you know. But it's a but yeah. It's not over like you know the double entendres and that kind of thing. She's she's just she's just no. Do I've it. had to find new and interesting ways to lock phone boy's brain up. As I say, she, she yeah. She says take a drink anytime my brain locks up. Yeah, and if I uh, if I gave him a shot every time his brain locked up, his brain would stay in in permanent pickled form <laughs> like i said uh, but anyway we're, we're 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 going down the road and um 
And before I know it, I'm, I'm seeing her out of the corner of my eye, uh, you know, downloading Fountain. You know, she'd asked me about, you know, the, she's like, how do I, you know, there, she, would, she asked the question about, you know, can you do, you know, it's like, do you know what this is? I'm like, yeah, it's a, it's a QR code to, tra to, transi to transition bit or to, uh, to get lightning into your wallet. And she figured it out on her own. I didn't, I just said, you know, you have to, this is, this is, you have to put this into whatever is sending you the bit, the, the, the Satoshis, uh, so that it knows where to send them. And, uh, she figured it out on her own. She got, she loaded up cash app and sent her uh, you know and, and funded her her um her uh her that, now i can boost all yeah. of my favorite podcasts and uh, have a great goddamn time and hopefully you know it'll become circular and they'll boost us back yeah yeah well that's true so yes if you do not have a podcast app that that boosts uh get a better one go to nudepodcastapps.com and, and we are saying nude podcast apps because we, we are, are nude yeah we are podcasting in the nude which we can do because we're in our own space and we're also trying to start a movement uh, i spoke with lorian the other day and uh her and sir spencer do nude podcasting so now we are the second podcast to officially do nude podcasting so we're hoping it's going to catch fire and uh keep us all warm in the buff Exactly, uh, <laughs> but this is anyway. Just but yeah. So but she yeah she figured this out on her own, and I mean I kind of pointed her in a couple directions, but I didn't have to do too much hand holding there. I said yeah you can go you can buy Satoshi's and Cash App and no he and, spent plenty of time holding my hand on the trip. He didn't have to do it for this. Fair enough. Holding my hand, kissing my hand. He's such a gentleman. He opens doors for me. I'm not used to this. He might actually make a lady out of me yet. Or at least a dame, I'm hoping. Well, you know, we are gonna we are gonna work on that. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So we're gonna get back to our story because phone boy is getting thrown in the chat by the ultimate troll yet again. So back to how this was supposed to go down. So <laughs> we, uh, we're doing the Bowls with Buds episode, and I'm, you know, sitting there podcasting nude, which apparently there is a photo of that phone boy took, unbeknownst to me at the time, but that's okay. I have a video of him singing Sit on My Face by Monty Python that is uh, blackmail material. So um, anybody interested in that, hit me up at phoenix at thelotuseffect.net. No. Uh, so anyways, so I'm in the bowl, and we're doing the whole you know, question and answer thing. And damn if Sir Spencer did not corner me with the most unbelievable question. So he asks me about the origin story of the Lotus podcast. And of course, I can't tell the origin story of the show without telling the story about Phone Boy and I. So we decided to just tell him. Because we assumed the cat was out of the bag anyway after Sir Bemrose had, you know, basically told everybody in the listening population, you know, that we were both at his house at the same time. So, you know, I was convinced that Sir Spencer and Lorian had heard the episode, so I figured I had nothing to lose. And uh, I just, you know, told him. I called him over. He was chilling on the bed. And uh, <laughs> he came over and literally sat on my lap. And it, uh, yeah, it was kind of our, our first official admit, 
admission, I guess, because we never actually admitted it at the Ben Roses. We just said, you know, hey, I was here on business or whatever. And then when uh, when we did the episode on Sunday, it was like, well, guess what? Ta-da, Phoenix and Fonboy are a couple. And um, yeah, I mean, I don't regret, you know, how it went or anything like that. Uh, it needed to come out and it did. So um, when we actually, because we still... You know, they, they were elated that Phone Boy and I would be together in the bowl and doing a live Bowls with Buds episode with them. So uh, when we arrived in KC, we got there about mm, early afternoon. And we got to spend some time with Dame DeLorean and the Wolf Pack while Sir Spencer was doing some work stuff. And then... Uh, <laughs> our first introduction to Sir Spencer was him coming flying up the basement stairs, cussing a blue streak because the dogs, two out of three of them, got a hold of a couple of the chickens, and <coughs> that's all there was for those two birds. Very sad. We're sorry for the uh, for the loss of the wolf pack of two of their chickens. Yeah, I mean, I'm, and I'm sitting there. Yeah, he just comes. Yeah, as I say, he just comes storming up. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. He look. I think he sees us, but doesn't acknowledge us. He goes back downstairs. Yeah, he sees us, but he doesn't see us because he's just like in you know FML load or mode uh, with with the chicken situation. So you know, him and Dame Delorean are handling the chickens, and I'm just like, well, that happened. Okay, <laughs> but that's real life. You know, I mean, I would imagine that you know when. Um, when we actually, you know, have some have some no agenda you know, producers visit us uh, in our little slice of heaven, you know, it's very possible shit could go pear shaped in our life at any point in time. It's just life, you know. No, no shade, no judgment. You know, shit happens. We still had the most amazing time hanging out with them, and they were nice enough to, you know, let us spend the night. But um, yeah, we went to we went to a Bitcoin meetup where uh, we were lucky enough to encounter Duke Fugazado. And uh, great guy. Oh, my gosh. I was geeking out hardcore. I'm like, duh, phone boy. That, that, that's, that's, that's Duke Fugazado. Oh, my God. And, of course, you know, Duke Fugazado is going, that's, that, that's phone boy. So it was kind of circular and fun in its own respect. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's funny because I've, and I've, I've had that experience, not just with him, but with, with other other producers I've met uh, throughout the I've met so many no agenda producers over the last, um, you know, over the last couple months. It's, 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 it's amazing. Uh, I got to go have dinner up at the Shills. Um, I get, you know, I did a couple of, as I said, I did a couple of meetups uh, in, in, in the Seattle area. And um yeah, it's a little bit of starstruckness, you know, kind of all around. It's 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 uh, it's 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 a, a lot of great conversations. It's nice to finally be around people that uh, that actually uh, I can have a real conversation with. You know, that is something that other uh, than me. Well, yeah, exactly. Uh, and and we're gonna and you know from what it sounds like uh, around here anyway. Uh, yeah, there's there's you know there's meetups in Knoxville, uh, Chattanooga, and in Nashville, and you know if we're we, definitely going to one in Nashville sooner than later. But the first and foremost one. One, of course, that we need to go to is the gigantic uh, South Carolina Charleston one. Oh yeah, no, no question. So I did have a, I did have a dream uh, some months ago that I was going to give Adam Curry a hug. So and I'm going to make that happen for him. I can neither confirm nor deny. I may already have put things in the works for that to happen. But uh, if I have anything to do with it, there will be much mirth occurring in Foam Boy's life at this meetup. And uh, you know, I, I totally can't wait to make this happen for him. Uh, neither, neither can I. This is it's gonna it's gonna be 
going to be amazing, as it were. Uh, so. Everything so far since we got together has just been utterly amazing. But that's just my opinion and all that shit. Well, and I think this, and it's it, okay. So let's even talk about getting this place for a second. That we're that, so so. Well, really quick before we talk about getting the place, I just wanted to you know give one more shout out to Duke uh, Fugazato. Um, you know, thank you for your courage, sir, because you were truly a gentleman, and you made uh, KC even more magical for me than I could have ever imagined it to be. Um, and again. You know, Lorian and Spencer, the whole wolf pack. We love you guys. We thank you guys. And Sir Benrose and Dame Benrose. Very much class acts. And um, I still have the stone that uh, Dame Benrose gave me. It has not left my pocket. And I truly believe it has brought energy and light into our trip. We had a seamless trip across this great country of ours. Um, never boring. Not one moment was I bored uh, in this whole trip. Tired? Oh, unbelievably. Sore? Terribly. Tired and bored? Not even... No. Phone Boy was the most amazing car companion, and it's been the most road... the most epic road trip that I have ever been on, and I drive for a living, so that's saying something. And the fact that we ultimately get to culminate it by meeting the Podfather himself and the Keeper is just... Whose life is this? Somebody pinch me, because it can't be mine. Curry and the keeper. <laughs> anyway. Hey, I'm telling you, I, I don't think the keeper is going to speak to me, but if I'm even able to say hi, I will feel like utter royalty above and beyond my true Scottish royal heritage. Oh, she'll talk to you. I'm, I, I, I have no, um, I have no doubt that she will. Uh, especially when you start telling her this story. This is a, this is quite a, yeah, that's true. I, I, I wish I could say that, you know, the keeper listened to my podcast. That would be um, beyond just anything I could ever imagine because, you know, I mean, the Podfather, good God, like, I know, I mean, who doesn't know him from MTV days if you're, you know, in the age bracket that we are, the Gen Xers or boomers as we get called. But um, it's going to be so amazing. I just can't even put it into words just how wonderful in the last six months that my life has been and it just keeps getting better. Yeah, uh, I, I completely agree with that. Um, yeah, this it, this is seriously, um, yeah, this has just been one amazing, uh, amazing experience, and and it and it's kind of funny because and I'll I, I, is this is this a, the story of getting our place? Is that in your is that in your uh, is that in your? You know, I actually did not put that in there, but I do think it is a very important. This is why I have you to fill in, you know, the holes. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy <laughs> yeah oh yep yeah okay Locked into that one nonetheless yeah to fill in the blanks and the holes and everything else for me phone boy filling my holes fill, uh, god fill yeah fill your yeah, fill, fill your fun holes with fun or something yeah okay we could work something out with that but yes i did not include that but i do think it is an interesting story to be told i actually enjoy this part of uh what we've done Okay, so so let's. Um, okay, okay, so so we knew we we had we had we knew that we were going to end up being together, and um, 
and given the living, given the, the various living situations, we had to come up with a new place. And so we spent some time, you know, on trying to find a place. And, we and were, it, it was getting to where it was kind of getting close to D-Day, D-Day being the day that I flew out to Washington to drive a phone boy back here to our lovely state. Yeah, and part of that, and part of the the choice of the date was really just kind of the realistically like, okay, I got to go to the pass, right? Which means that I have to deal with the weather, and uh, hopefully by May first, usually most of the inclement weather is gone, or at least anything involving snow. Yeah, trying to, I figure trying to drive a Prius with through snow. Yeah, now I didn't even want to do that when I lived in you know where I lived. I did much less trying to do the mountain passes. Yeah, not doing that. Uh, So I figured if I waited till May first. I, I'd had enough uh, time to be able to, or, you know, that, that most of the weather would be gone and I would, we wouldn't run into anything. And, and, and sure enough, we didn't. So yeah, the worst thing we ran into was rain and we can deal with that all day long. Exactly. Yeah, a little bit of wind, but nothing. Again, well, we nothing. missed a hell of a uh, thunderstorm here in our beautiful state. I keep getting reports from uh, different parts that uh, it was a real balagan. Power outages and tornado watches, warnings, whatever the hell. It just, it was, it was ugly. Yeah, well. I mean, long story short, um, yeah, so we had not, um, as the bottom line is we hadn't, so we, we'd been trying to find, go for weeks to, to try and secure a place and hadn't. And, um, you know, and, and so on, on a Monday, um, um, yeah, we get it. You know, so, so she starts looking, so she gets, we, we'd both been looking on like rent.com and Zillow and, you know, whatever to try and find a rental, just kind of somewhere, somewhere between Nashville and Knoxville. And, um, and then, um, so and you found the, and and you found a place. I was looking because I was getting emails basically daily from Zillow, and this beautiful place popped up uh, within the price range that we had set, and it's a gorgeous three-story, four-bedroom, two and a half-bath condo in Middle Tennessee. And I called the number, and the woman said it was a. First come, first serve, and as long as, you know, we met all the requirements, which, you know, thankfully we did, um, you know, provided that uh, we checked out, uh, we could have it, uh, just, you know, send the money type thing, and during the time of, you know, getting information on the place, I had, uh, of course, you know, everybody knows that I do lift, and um, I was telling her the story of how I was moving my boyfriend from Washington State to our beautiful state of Tennessee, and she said, you do Lyft, don't you? And I was like, uh, yeah. I was really trepidatious, like, what the hell is this woman asking me this question for? So she was like, yeah. She's like, I remember the story. She was like, you were my Lyft driver a couple of weeks ago from the airport. You picked me up at the airport. And I was like, oh, my God. So, yeah, at that point, you know, phone boy had a theory yeah, and, and you know when I when I when I saw all that, I'm like, my immediate response was, yeah, this is this is the universe telling us something. This doesn't have that. That's that's a you know, there are no coincidences in this world. There's only relationships you don't yet understand. And and uh, and yeah, and honestly, when I heard that, I'm like, yeah, we're we need to do this place. At what at that point, I'm like, full steam ahead. Let's do it. Yeah, and to be honest, like it it was really a sign and. You know, I wasn't really thinking a lot about it. Um, all I knew is it was um, 
I almost thought it was too good to be true because of how big it was and what they were getting price wise. And then it just kept getting better. It's kind of like this podcast and this relationship, you know, it's going to keep going and it's just going to keep getting better because then we find out, oh, it's in a gated golf community. We're going to be snooty. (laughs) Yeah. Picture Phoenix as a bougie bitch. Go figure that. Yeah, from a, from a dirty trucker to uh, to a bougie bitch. I think that might have to be a show title, but yes, <laughs> uh, not only is it a gated golf community, it also is fully furnished, as we came to find. So we're going to have to virtually move nothing into this place. It's pretty much you know unwrap and ready to go, and I could not be happier because. With having four bedrooms, it gives us an extra room if we have company come in. It gives Phone Boy the office space that he needs and maybe a nursery. Who knows? Yeah, one never knows what could happen. Uh, so, yeah, and I think this is, and, and yeah, I mean, when I saw that, I'm like, yeah, this is this is the universe telling us. And yeah, it's just as the more you unwrap it, it's, it's like it gets better, it gets better. And there was a lot of that in this environment. So, you know, sure enough, uh, you know, I, I I got to I got to find out just how much uh, Joe Biden has, has affected things like shipping costs and, and everything. And we, we, we but, uh, you know, we, we, we got the, we got it. We got a check to them. We signed the paperwork. And uh, yeah. Uh, when we get back from uh, from Charleston, uh, yeah, we move into, um, you know, we move into our new place. And I personally cannot wait. I I truly, I asked Phone Boy, I said, you know, because everybody knows, you know, I have a culinary background and everything like that. And I said, what's the first thing you want me to cook for you when we get our new place? And he's a big breakfast fan. And he said, I want Eggs Benedict. So I literally found a recipe that I can cook for him that is Eggs Benedict that stays within his no sugar, no grain, no carb parameters. So I'm very much looking forward to having the opportunity to cook for him, not only, you know, the the first day that we're there, but, uh, you know, basically for the rest of my life. Yeah, it's um, this is going to be quite a quite a quite an adventure here, but uh, and yeah, this is like this whole road trip is kind of the same thing. It's like we we you know, I mean, we as far as we would plan it, we knew okay, we were gonna we knew I had to go through Coeur d'Alene. Um, I have my personal reasons for that. Um, and then um, and we went through and then uh, you know then we went down to Colorado and and. Uh, you know, and that, there's a, there's a stop we had to make there, um, and uh, that's know. right. And we need to give a shout out to our bud tender Kenny at Lightshade in Denver. We told him we were going to give him a shout out. He took very good care of yours truly and Mister Phone Boy. We are well stocked in the great state where it's not legal, but you know, much like everything else we do, who the fuck cares? Because we're a red state, and before you know it, we'll be legal. Well, there you go. But uh, yeah, it, it, honestly, yeah, there's, uh, yeah, and then and, you know we got to, we got to see Lauren and Spencer, and that was and honestly, um, that yeah. was such a huge thing to have the opportunity to actually meet them with how influential they've been in our relationship. In you know, they actually were part of the reason why I even was brave enough to ask Phone Boy to start a podcast with me because I thought you know look at these two kids doing this. You know, me and Phone Boy, you know, we're old farts. We're we're climbing toward 50 at a great rate of speed even though you know 40s or 50s the new 40s so you know i'm still uh i'm still going strong and and so is he you know if you've heard the three-hour story 
Oh yeah, well, yeah, that's uh, that happened. Yeah, that, that's uh, yeah. It, 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 I think we need to tell them in case anyone's not heard about the the riding the Valkyrie thing that people have heard about. Yeah, well, because it was a spur of the moment decision on a Sunday morning when we were listening to No Agenda as the. Uh, show was getting started and we just both happened to both be naked as we are now getting ready for the day and he's like I've got a great idea and like you know the next thing I know yeah he was riding the Valkyrie Vixen for three fucking hours Not, fir- no. well no it wasn't no, no that, that three was, hours was the first night yes. when you arrived the the riding of the Valkyrie Vixen came in during the you know the run with the Valkyrie so uh yeah there's that and uh yeah I'm not embarrassed no, the uh, yeah, the, the yeah, the, that was that was the night, and and actually that night was was a bit of a str- was stressful because originally I was supposed to fly into Nashville for that particular on that particular. Um, uh, Talk about everything starting like a shit show. The the unbelievable fight that we had to go through to get a refund for the hotel because. Phoneboy's flight got canceled into Nashville, and you have to give twenty four hours notice to cancel a reservation. And we tried making the argument that, look, how are you supposed to give 24 hours notice when you literally get up to an email saying your flight's been canceled? So there were, there were emails, there were, you know, it it got a little ugly, but ultimately um, we were able to uh, drop back and punt, get his ass into Knoxville. I was able to scoop him at, Oh God, o'clock in the morning, get us into a hotel. And um, then we drove to the cottage in, in mid state and uh, ultimately, we did get, you know, your money refunded for the Nashville room. It was a little bit of a battle. But uh, when Phoenix sets her teeth into something in her claws, she usually can get it done. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that you, <laughs> yeah, there's no question. She's got claws, and she's not afraid to use them. Yeah, and he bites, and I have the marks to prove it. What's your fucking point? Hey, now. <laughs> Well, nothing like the fat lip I got because I decided I was going to pounce on him at the Bem Roses, pinned him to the bed and tickled him and somehow lost my balance and ended up with a fat lip. You know, great first impression to, you know, give the Bem Roses. Phone boy's already beating the hell out of Phoenix. <laughs> I was... I was simply trying to defend myself. You had me pinned to the bed. I just, I just happened to, uh, to Don't rise wait. up. Do not let this man fool you. He may not have a very large frame, but he's fucking strong. He lifted my ass course. Go ahead. Tell the story of the other morning. What did I, what did I do the other morning? When I picked you up and you claim I threw you onto the bed, I did not throw you. Yeah, well, I, 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 th- I, th- I, th- I threw her off of me, I think, is what happened. Uh, yeah, this is... Uh, um, yeah, she did lift me up. She wanted to see if she could do it, and of course she could. Then, um, then, yeah, then dropped me on the bed. But uh, you know, I, uh, uh, yeah, I, I certainly fought my way up and and, and off. Yeah, she's, uh, um, yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> we're laughing at you, not with you. Yes, yes, they're always laughing at us. But you know what? We were having a really good time, and you know, at least I know that uh, you're strong enough that. Uh, Maybe in another 20 or 30 pounds, you know, I'm going for 50. Maybe when you carry me over the threshold, you'll actually be able to pick me up. Well, there is that. So, we, yeah, um, I don't know. Bas- yeah, basically, that's, um, <laughs> I, I don't know, you know, really much more uh, that there is so far to the story, you know, 
That I I would say that pretty much brings all of the pedal heads and the no agenda community to to current. We're you know sitting here nude podcasting in the Airbnb that you're occupying for the next week while I have to go back to work until we go to the meetup in Charleston and then uh, you know move into our new place, which is ultra amazing, and we just we can't wait to officially start our life together as a, a pretty dynamic podcasting duo. And more than a podcasting partner in crime, I'd say that. Well, that's what ended up happening ultimately. Yeah, it, it, def- it definitely did. That was uh, not what we intended when we started this out, but, you know, the universe uh, brought us together for a reason, I think. Well, hands off the wheel, as we've said before, you know, we... Um, we decided we didn't care uh, what happened, who found out. As time went along, it just became, you know, if people find out, they find out. And then uh, we were finally ready to tell everyone about us uh, after flying out to Washington and everything going the way it went, which if I had to do it all over again, I wouldn't change a thing. No, um, and I don't think there's anything to change. I think it's uh, this. It, you know, again, we kind of had a plan for how to come out, how we were going to come out. Didn't it? Didn't happen that way. And actually, that's okay. I, I think the way it happened was actually better. Yeah, I agree. Um, honestly, I think that's what you. Uh, that's what you have to have to do. Is, is, is yeah, you have a plan, right? I think, and I think it's important to have a plan. But it's always important to have a plan. But at some point. You have to learn when planning goes out the window and to just roll with the punches. That's right. And I mean, we were even, even just, um, we're still trying to figure out kind of, there's, there's some things we've got to do then like the next day or two. Right. Um, and we were trying to figure out, um, you know, the order of operations to do certain things. And, 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 you know, we had a kind of a general framework. Okay. We need to do these things. Um, but, but the reality with, with, uh, you know, with all of this is that we needed, um, you know we, that, that we that we had to, that we had to kind of change it as we went, right? And uh, and and honestly, um, having that um, having that flexibility—it's a matter of adaptation. And I like to think I'm good at adaptation. Well, and I and I remember one of the one of the first podcasts I used to listen to. That it, it was a the, the the guy would say, "It's better to have a bad plan today than a good plan tomorrow," right? And so, you know, we've had a, we've had a lot of bad plans. Um, yeah, and as your boss often likes to say, everybody's got a plan until you get punched in the mouth. That's true. Well, that's a Mike Tyson quote, and my boss has used that in his presentations. But, um, but yeah, and, and and so when we see the reality of something, it's like, yeah, we had to adapt. And so, like today, we you know we were as we're as we're driving. So so. Um, so last night, so I, I got to go see my uh, my, my, my stepmama. Um, she is the most amazing. This woman is absolutely a national treasure. We love you, Mama T. Big hearts. Love, love, love. We had a great time. Thank you for accompanying us out to the Mexican restaurant and uh, all of the, you know, the hospitality. I love the fact I got to meet your kitty cat, Bridget, and your pupper dog, Sugar. I can't wait to uh, hang out with you again. And it's really sweet that I've been so accepted uh, into Foam Voice family as readily as I have. Yeah, and I, and I and I hadn't seen Mama T since like 2010. Actually, I mean, because um, uh, the last time I saw her was uh, when my dad had passed away, and 
And so, um, and so that was one of my goals in coming out here was to definitely come see her. We, we, we kind of wanted to see her in February, but we just kind of ran out of time basically. Um, and, uh, but we, so, so on the way out, well, uh, we also, we were also in February, we were, I mean, this was the first time we were actually meeting face to face, you know, hand to hand. And we kind of wanted to make it about us and getting to know each other on a level that can't be done you know, over a podcast or over a telephone call. Yeah. And so we, yeah, we, but yeah, we had talked about meeting some folks while we were here back in February, but we ultimately decided against it. Said, let's spend, let's just, let's just do us. And then, um, yeah. And then, so in this trip, we've definitely, uh, met a bunch of other people in, in, along the way. And yeah. Yeah. See, now I get to play with phone voice <laughs> mute button. We have, we've met, um, We've met people we expected to meet. We've met people we didn't expect to meet. And we've had a really great time doing the whole thing. And, yeah, I mean, <laughs> we, I mean, back in February, we, we knew that this was going to last. But, you know, we, we needed a little bit of confirmation, I think. And the, uh, the three or four days that we spent together in that cottage were, yeah, beyond beyond anything I could have ever expected. It was a beautiful location. Um, I, I want to tell this story. So we, um, you know, because you, you never miss an opportunity to take a walk, a run, or put your numbers up for the day. And Phone Boy thought it was a good idea to go for a walk on this country road on which this cottage was located. And we got some amazing pictures I'm sure that some of you bowlers have heard the story of the uh, beauty and decay that actually came from uh, a barn that we saw while we were on the walk, and um, he uh, he posted that picture, I believe, uh, in in the chat, I think, of one of our programs that we did. Um, he posted that barn pic. So yeah, we, uh, we saw that barn together on that walk. But the, the whole purpose of me telling that story was that during that walk, um, <laughs> I was definitely not down the 50 pounds that I am now. And I was a lot slower than Phone Boy, who's used to literally running for miles and miles before he even, you know, breaks into a, a non, <laughs> you know, relaxed breathing. So when he would get too far ahead, he was so sweet because he would turn around and either walk or run, depending on what he was doing. Moreover, just walking, because if he had ran, I'd have never caught up to him. But uh, yeah, he would walk backwards so that I could catch up, and he would lock his eyes with mine. And it was almost like he was encouraging and yet challenging me at the same time, you know, to to catch up to him. And, and you know, when I caught up to him, you know, my reward was a kiss. And that's just so beautiful. Yeah, um, yeah, and the, the picture of the, the you'll see it on the, the header for my for my uh, NAS profile. Uh, you'll actually see um, the fact that uh, that yeah there, that there's a that there's a the thirty three mailbox. It actually was not that was uh, very close to the cottage that we stayed in. It was not that wasn't the cottage that we stayed in, but it was. I believe it was actually the person who owns the cottage we were staying in. I believe it was their mailbox as the house was up on the hill. We actually I think got a picture of that house. Um, because they had 
the goats and the uh, Great Pyrenees dog. And I think there was like a donkey or something else in there. It was just, it was so peaceful and so serene. And we promised that we were going to go back there. And, you know, we, we probably will, you know, at, at some point just uh, for some nostalgia. But it was a really amazing time. And uh, I got Phone Boy way stoned. It was the first time I'd ever gotten him stoned. And I got to tell y'all, Phone Boy stoned is an adventure. I mean, you may have heard it on uh, our show last week at the Bem Roses, but what I saw that night, I actually watched Phone Boy finally throttle down to a level where he could actually form a coherent, slow thought and not be running at 100 miles an hour. It was the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. Because one of the things that I fell in love with first and foremost was his mind. I'm very sapiosexual, and he has an amazingly complex mind that I can see through his beautiful gray eyes work, and it just fascinates me. No matter if he's doing the production work on one of our shows or doing his job, which you know I'm fortunate enough to watch him do occasionally, I've just been so blessed to have this man in my life. Yeah, that's... Uh... It's been quite an experience for for me too. Um, gotten to learn. I've I've learned so much from uh, learned so much from uh, from Phoenix here um, about you know just even about myself. Much less uh, the stuff that uh, that stuff that that she's uh, that, that she's done. It, it, there's a um, I, well. I've learned. I mean, I've just it just it, it's. Um, you know, I will say I've, I, I, I now have a new, I have a new appreciation for trucking that I never had before, um, for sure. And that's uh, and, and it's not to say that and I've and I've always been fascinated, at, you know, I guess p- different people's careers or whatever. But you just realize just, you know, it's like the world, honestly, like and this is something we learned from the from like the the um, I'd say the last, uh, you know, the last two years or so uh, without trucks uh, moving stuff around uh, stuff doesn't get on shelves. And, uh, you know, so, you know, hug a trucker. Right. I mean, that's really what it comes down to is hug a make trucker. sure they're showered first. Well, yeah, it's there is that, uh, and and I have found out that that, that truck stop uh, bathrooms are 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 a slight above just regular gas station bathrooms. Well, you know, again, you know, we live in those trucks. The least that they can do is make sure that the coffee's hot and fresh, the cream is well stocked, and the bathroom toilet is clean. I don't need to see somebody else's track marks when I go in to go to the bathroom. And phone boy found out, you know. Uh, firsthand that uh, how we roll in the trucking industry when you want some peace and quiet when you need to do a little bit of uh, a little bit of paperwork if you know what I'm saying you uh, burn a shower off your loyalty card and you go sit in your own private shitter with a with your own private sink and actual physical you know fabric towels and uh, you know that's how we live high on the hog in this industry of trucking well, and, and that's a th- and that's something I don't think people realize, right? That people have this concept of what what it means to live high on the hog or whatever. And and honestly, um, I think no matter what your station on life, you can find a way to um, you know to to enjoy your life, whatever it is, right? And 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 sometimes it's those small things that we that we that we forget about. It's and, and so you know, living you know, like my own life, I've, I've spent the last three and a half months in a, in an Airbnb with a Vietnamese family that. Um, you know their their uh, their daughter lived there that had a and I think it's a seventh month old uh, baby now um, and three dogs uh, there was five when I got there and there's three you know now uh, and you, you could make the joke that uh, they ate them I'm telling you they ate them 
Well, okay, you can neither confirm nor deny that that happened, right? Um, but but in any case, the um, but you know, and, and, and there was there was a lot of they, they also rented another room in their place, and so um, and there was times when yeah, just like even basic stuff like I couldn't go to the bathroom because the bathroom was the bathroom was occupied because somebody else was uh, was using it. Uh, the dogs made life a little interesting at times. Um, you know, the dogs were okay. One of them was one in particular caused uh, caused some trouble. Um, yeah, I realized Lucky there. Uh, but sniffing. Yeah, well, yeah. So Lucky, which is like a German shepherd, I think. I think she, what did she say? She said Lucky was, was barely six months old and that dog was huge, right? You could And you could see his paws. I'm like, oh, that dog's going to be, you know, be, be just gigantic. Um, but, you know, just, you know, I, I had a, I had a bedroom. Right now they were and they were you know they were a little bit loud right and that, that happens now I was able to I was able to work there at least in the mornings it wasn't too big of a deal but um, I had a, you know had a good um, had a good uh, had a good time right um, this is um, you know and and and, and honestly um, yeah I mean I actually that uh, but but what I learned to appreciate is like what what I had right it's like okay at least. At least I wasn't in my car, right? Because I mean that was a pos- that was a distinct possibility given what was going on. Um, I, 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 you know, I had I was able, you know, at least I was able to get a shower. And actually, there was, you know, it, there was a there were, and even right outside of the house, there was a trail I could go run on. There was all kinds of um, there's all kinds of other, um, you know, that that I was I was able to appreciate what I had. It's like okay, I had my car, I had, um, you know, I had a bed. I, I at least uh, at least I knew where I was going to be. I had a you know I had an address. I wasn't a um, you know, um, it, it wasn't uh, a van down by the river, as, you know, as, as, they, as they used to say. But uh, um, and so, um, yeah, and, and that's and so that's you learn to appreciate what you have. And that's uh, something, um, you know, whatever it is you have, uh, you got to appreciate it because, uh, yeah, otherwise uh, you're just going to be miserable. Yeah. And, and quite honestly, like, you know, um, it, it was actually weirdo from the chat who uh, some weeks back was talking about when he was living in his pickup truck and I had said, you know, that I'm living in my truck. And although, you know, my truck happens to be an 18 wheeler condo cab. So essentially, you know, I have a bed and an actual table and chairs that I can sit at and eat a meal. And, you know, I can essentially cook a, you know, a really good meal on my truck with the, you know, supplies that I have. I'm extremely blessed that, you know, when I made the choice to leave the house and start my divorce process that, you know, I have the job that I have because otherwise, one, I would have been stuck in the place. You know, my ex did offer to let me stay there while we were going through this. But yeah, I got the feeling that uh, it probably wasn't a good idea. And uh, for a change, I actually listened to that little voice in the back of my head that said, this is not a good idea. And uh, ultimately, I'm not uh, sorry that I did because, uh, it turned out to be, you know, the best thing that could possibly have happened to me ultimately. This is a scam. Yeah, that would have been a scam if you had, had stayed there, I think, uh, for sure. Uh, and, I, and yeah, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, trying to stay at my best friend's house uh, wasn't working so good either because there's just there's too much drama and tension. And um, yeah, ultimately, my my rig is the best place that I could be. And um yeah, I mean, there's a little bit of interestingness to the fact that uh, I'm not going to have to be in my rig again over the weekend uh, from this point forward. You know, I'm, I'm here with you until I go back to work uh, tomorrow night, ultimately. 
And then next weekend, we are essentially driving to South Carolina to go to the most amazing meetup. And I'll be with you, you know, Saturday night here at the B&B till we head out Sunday to go to that meetup. And everything is just, it's beautiful. You know, the, the change that's occurred in our life. Um, I would like to say that it's, uh, it's definitely because of one another as well as our own individual hard work that we've put in that the universe is finally giving us the reward that I believe, you know, we we've earned through our hard work, our dedication, and, you know, frankly, our love for one another. I, I yeah, I, I agree. And, and it's only going to get better. And I think, you know, it's that you put good out into the world, good, good comes back to you. I mean, that's, that's, the, you know, and, and honestly, as we've, as we've grown closer together, yeah, that, that more good, more good things have, have come. It, it's kind of amazing how it's all worked out. And, um, you know, and honestly, yeah, there's, there's a lot, um, you know, I think there, you know, the best is yet to come is a, there's a, there's a, I, I might actually have to play that song in the post show. That's a, that's a, that's a Cecilia and Capono song from Hawaii. I'm sure Sir Bemrose here probably knows, uh, knows that song because he's been to Hawaii a few times and I'm sure they've played it there when he's been there visiting his mom. I'm sure that he does, and I think it's a great idea for you to pay, play that in our post-show. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to do that as the first one. So, um, And actually, I think we've... Uh, is there, do you have more in, your, in the story there? You know, I don't. Um, unfortunately, uh, as, as wonderful and excellent and amazing as our story is, uh, it is still being written, quite literally. Uh, Sir Spencer joked when I said that, um, you know, we were going to write a book. As you know, Phone Boy has written two books. He's quite a successful author on the subject of cybersecurity and the products that his company, uh, has. But, um, ultimately, yeah. You know, our, our story is still being written, and uh, Sir Spencer calls it the vinegar book, and that's fine. Uh, I'll accept that JCD reference and uh, with great appreciation. Uh, being even, you know, put in a category that involves JCD in any way, shape, or form, I'll take it. Yeah, where's the who's phone boy clip? Now that that's so, and, and this is you know this is where I wish I kind of had. So I don't have it all set up here to play clips out. I guess I could play clips off the computer if I wanted to. Um, well, you know, I, thank God you have a podcasting partner in crime that has your back here. Yeah, well, there is that whole thing, but no, you don't need to do that uh, because I can I can play it through the the thing. But it's but that, actually we played it on bowl after bowl. We did we actually did play the whole um, the thing, and I could actually. Uh, we did actually play that and it was completely hilarious that you um that uh you actually had that clip at the ready for sir spencer to use ultimately because uh it's it's actually a really uh, a really great clip and i had forgotten um i had forgotten the entirety of it because of the fact that i only had the one with Adam um, that I can also play. Okay, well, you know what? Actually, actually, not a play. No, okay, don't, don't, don't play. Aha! Uh-huh. Fuck you! I already did it. Okay, well, no, no, but no. yes, I can. No, but um, here, let me go. There's nothing. There's nothing better than JCD saying, "I don't know, phone boy." Okay, that, well, let, that okay, let me, me let me pull it up because well, I can. You I can should. Actually... You should have already had this ready. What's wrong with you? I swear to God. I... Well, you know, this is. There is that whole thing of I was on mute. Okay, so we're, what we're going to do here. There is, was a reason you were on mute. 
because I forgot to unmute myself. And I'm kind of... Well, yeah, because uh, your mute button should be taken away. Yeah, well, okay. Uh, you know, hold on. I got to find the... Um, let's. I want my clips. Where are my, where are my clips? That's what I'm looking for. Clips. Where are the. Uh, let's see. Uh, where is my library? Q history. My profile. Where are my clips? I want to find my clips. And this is what I'm trying to find is my clips. And unfortunately, Potters doesn't have my clips. This is what I'm trying to find are my clips. Uh, this is all subscribed category. Where are my clips? I want to find my clips. This has officially become the phone boy trying to find clips episode. So I'm going to mute his mic and I'm going to steal his thunder for a few minutes. Why? Because I can. So while he tries to find this clip, we'll continue talking about this. But yeah, I mean, and don't forget, we are a value for value podcast. So if you're getting any value out of the mindless dribble that you hear from us, please feel free to boost us some Satoshis, send us some of your fiat fund coupons. We really need to keep the lights on, especially with the new place that we're getting. And with the rebrand that we're doing, we really hope that you all enjoy Uh, what we're going to be putting out now that we're together and, you know, out to everyone, you can expect that our shows are going to be even better and more entertainment for your value will be bestowed upon all of our pedal heads in the future. Once we have our, you know, more permanent setup here, you know, the next week or two, it's going to be a little janky. We know it. But, you know, we know that you guys are in it for the long haul. We appreciate you so much for that. Okay, why don't you go play the clip? Because I cannot find it. Oh, no. He doesn't want me to play my piece of shit clip off my phone. No. He wants to be the big dog on campus until he can't find it. Then all of a sudden, Phoenix is the one that comes in and saves the day. Here. I can plug in your damn phone, and then you can play it. Well, if you unmute me, I can do that. My God. Somebody's got to be the fucking consummate professional here. I don't know, phone boy. Well, no, I wasn't having, I didn't, I didn't want you to play that one. I wanted you to play the full one. Well, you, I don't have the full one, Damien. You don't have the full, you don't have the full one? Okay. I don't think I have the full one. You have it on that, you have it on that computer, but I don't. I don't think I know how to work this fucking computer. No, okay, well, I, 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 well, okay, fine. So, all right, well, you know what? I think we've, we think we've uh, kept these people long enough, um, and I need, and I need to actually have that so that I can, uh, so that I can do the post show. That's totally fine with me. There was, there was just one more thing that I wanted to say to you and the Pedalheads, quite honestly. And I just wanted to say thank you for all the love and support that you have shown myself and Phone Boy throughout all of this. And we really appreciate everything, you know, all the support, all the love. And the last person I want to thank is, of course, my podcasting partner in crime for believing in me and supporting me and, above all, loving me. I love you, Damon. Cheers. Here's our difference. <laughs> and here's our differences. Uh, she, she's drinking her whiskey mixed and, and coughing, and I'm drinking mine straight. So. She... she Ask Jack and Coke all the way, except for it's not Jack. It's this shit called Monkey Shoulder. Fucking horrible. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, we have we have different tastes in whiskey, but we'll figure that out. If the worst thing we have is a, is a difference in the whiskey we drink, 
Yes, Sir Bemrose, it was the wrong pipe. It's not cold enough. I don't drink my whiskey hot like Foam Boy does. Yeah, potato, potato, tomato, tomato. Let's call the whole thing off. Hey, those all have sugar and carbs. Keep those out of your mouth. Yeah, okay, fine. All right. So, uh, all right, I think we need to, uh, we need to uh, wrap this up, but... Okay, well, wait a minute. Oh, hold on, I gotta, I gotta do that. I gotta... I like it! All right. Yes. Gotta do that. Okay. That's right. So, That's right. So now we're gonna have to turn this down. This is... We play the music, and we are uh, we're in the process of rebranding from the Lotus Podcast to Lotus Effect, and yeah, that will mean changing the music, among other things, uh, here in the uh, in the near future. Um, but um, you know, we uh, we certainly appreciate all your love and support, and uh, your Fiat Fun coupons and your Satoshis. Uh, so keep them all coming. Uh, we we appreciate it, and. Uh, you know, and, and and thanks for continuing to join us on this uh, crazy adventure that we have. Uh, and uh, yeah, we're, we're having a great we're having a great goddamn time. And uh, and until next time, uh, I am Phone Boy, and I am Phoenix, and we'll see you next time for another episode of the Lotus Effect. Bye for now. Bye.